0: Good morning, listeners. Good morning. Oh, gosh, I feel so close to you guys. Just knowing that God has chosen you and placed it on your heart to tune into this podcast. The numbers are large and it just feels so good. Welcome, welcome, welcome. To pray with me, let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten. And I'm dedicating today's podcast to brother Mark in Chicago. What an awesome artist. What an awesome man of God. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. And now I'm saying this prayer for anyone that is having any kind of ache or pain or swelling or soreness or just anything going on inside you that you want to pray about. Here it is. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour, I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. For if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything. That should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins. And rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas, so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit, so that I may serve you the rest of my life. And I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen amen and continue to pray with me dear lord i'm experiencing sometimes of despair anxiety and a little weakness i struggle for peace of mind and understanding from friends and family is not always available when i rise to begin the journey of another day Like today, I wonder what dilemmas will confront me. How will I handle them and why do I have to? However, when I pause to inhale your goodness, your love, and your peace, I realize that your grace is what covers me. It is just as you said in your word, my grace is sufficient for thee for my strength is made perfect in weakness. 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 9. Write that down. 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 9. Keep it in your wallet. Father I know you are the source of my strength and compassion. Your grace and love poured into me every day, prepares me for the tasks that I must face. When people attempt to upset me, you disperse angels of grace to catch my anger and cover me. When lack of sleep causes irritation to permeate my spirit, your grace sends a friend with words of love and kindness. When I'm feeling joyless, your grace provides hope, joy, and even laughter. When I feel like giving up, your grace provides encouragement. Then when weakness in mind, body, and spirit fight to control me, It's your grace that says, no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. Isaiah 54 verse 17. Another one to remember. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. Lord, you know I'm in all of you. Through this experience, I can truly say that you are amazing, not because I read about you, not because of someone else's testimony, not because of a sermon, but now my relationship with you is personal. We have a personal relationship, listeners, personal. And even though I choose to become closer to you, your grace pursues me daily. So I thank you for being in charge of my life. I thank you for positioning people around me to uplift me, to assist me. And most of all, I give you praise, honor, and glory for your amazing grace. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Awesome, awesome. Another day, another day with our Lord. Stay right there. Be right back. I love this that I read in Trusting God Day by Day. They are saying the why behind the what. Proverbs 20, verse 27. The Lord's light penetrates the human spirit, exposing every hidden motive. I'd like to define a motive as the why behind the what. A motive is the reason that we do what we do. We often say that we're doing things for God, but sometimes we do not understand why we do them. We only know what we are doing, but we have not taken the time to truly understand why. Impure motives can cause many problems, one of which is being overcommitted which results in unnecessary stress in our lives. Surely we won't live with extreme stress if we are obeying God and we're doing only what he wants us to do. So listeners, never agree to do something in order to impress people or because you fear what they may think or say about you if you don't. God wants us to help and bless people but a good work done with a wrong motive is no longer good work. So don't say yes with your mouth if your heart is screaming no. Take the motive test as often as you can. Begin to ask yourself questions that will help you assess your motives such as Why did I agree to serve on the committee? Why did I say that I would lead the missions group at church? Do I really have a heart for evangelism and a sincere longing to serve God? Or do I want people to talk about what a good church member I am? Or am I afraid of what they'll say if I don't agree to help? Why do I really want that promotion at work so much? Is it motivated by God or is it motivated by worldly ambition? As you evaluate your motives, you will begin to see what is in your heart. So pass the test by making sure your motives are pure and right before God even if that means changing the what. The motive test is a lifelong test and we frequently evaluate our motives and discontinue things that we're doing for the wrong reason. And that helps us keep our priorities in order. So trust in Him. Take a look at why you are doing what you are doing and trust in God will help you keep your priorities in order and give you the freedom to do what he wants you to do, which is essential to living a stress-free life. Amen. Amen. And continuing, they're telling us to use your talents to show love, Matthew chapter 25, verse 20 says, And he who had received the five talents came and brought him five more, saying, Master, you entrusted me to five talents. See, here I have gained five talents more. Amen. God has given each of us abilities and we should use them to benefit one another. Whatever your particular talent is, offer it as a free gift occasionally rather than always wanting or accepting to be paid for it, just occasionally, okay? (laughs) For example, if you're a photographer, you could offer to take free wedding pictures for a friend or someone that you know is on a tight budget. If you're a hairdresser, offer to go to a homeless shelter, and wash some heads. Wow. Or go to a nursing home and shave and cut hair just once a month, if you're willing. If you're a decorative painter, Donate three days of your time per month painting for a troubled person. Painting at their home. Wow. Even if you have little money and you want to support missions financially, you can do so by baking goods, to raise money for the missions. And if you refuse to do nothing, you have to be able to find something that you can do. And when everyone gets involved, it won't be long until the good in our world will overcome the evil. To say that we can't do anything is just not true. We may make excuses, but excuses are nothing more than a way to deceive ourselves and justify doing nothing. You'll come alive like never before if you aggressively reach out to others in a charitable way. So let us not forget the words of Jesus. He says, I give you a new commandment that you should love one another just as I have loved you. So you too should love one another. Without a doubt, this is going to be our purpose. And without a doubt, it's the will of God for our lives. So again, listeners, trust in him what is your talent God gifted you with talents so that you could use them for his purposes and of course to show love to the world if you trust him and refuse to do nothing you absolutely can make a difference amen love it good word. Be right back with God's Purpose for Your Life. Yada, 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 yada. (laughs) God's Purpose for Your Life asks, are you waiting on God today? Psalm 37 verse 34 says, Wait for the Lord and keep his way, and he will exalt you. Understand that that was not meant to be a passive undertaking, waiting on the Lord. Yes, you are to be still in the sense that you take your hands off your situation and allow the Father to work through your circumstances. But you are also to be active in growing spiritually. As you discover God's will, you actively claim His promises and continue obeying Him step-by-step. Step. Think of it like this. Just as we work on our physical muscles in a gym, a time of waiting is an opportunity to develop our spiritual muscles, our faith, our character, and our perseverance. We do so by incorporating scripture into our lives and expressing our faith that the Father is working on our behalf. We take hold of the promises He's given, vigorously setting our hearts to believe Him and energetically obey whenever He calls. And as we make the active choice to trust His promises, our hope will grow, And we will learn to face the time of delay with an expectant endurance. Thankfully, because the Southern God of the universe has never faltered in fulfilling his word, we are absolutely 100% assured that he will not fail us now. Our active resolve to trust him is part of the process that leads to blessing. Blessing. And that's why we're listening to this podcast, so we can get these blessings started. Jesus, I resolve to actively trust in you as I wait. Leave me, Lord, step by step, my Savior. Amen. Amen. Love it. God's promise, day by day. That's how we get them, day by day. Psalm 119, verse 142. Your righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and your law is truth. Each of us must become as a little child, and by faith grasp what we cannot altogether understand. But faith is not a blind leap in the dark. It is instead based squarely on what God has done for us in Jesus Christ. Our faith has a firm foundation because it is not based on speculation or wishful thinking, but upon God and his word. God can be trusted to keep his promises to us. He can. He can, listeners. I'm a living testimony of it. God has been blessing me so much in every way. And yes, I've waited. I have. And sure enough, he is coming through. Amen. All of it just feels so good. To know the Lord and be in his presence and to be a product of obedience. God does talk to you. Trust me. When an idea pops in your head, it's from God. You just got to listen and you just got to move. God's way day by day says, God has provided in his word all that we need But we are the ones who must choose to walk upright. To be upright is the result of right living. It is the product of obedience. The upright isn't a class of people to whom God reveals wisdom. As if we were to say that God reveals his wisdom to those who are tall or those who are short. Those who are thin, fat, blonde, brunette, and so forth. It is those who choose to obey God and who follow through to do what God commands are the ones who become the upright. And I sincerely believe we are the upright. It's a new word, definitely coming into play more and more. We are the upright, I love it, I love it. Raising my hand, I love it. Okay, Commanding Your Morning asks, where are you? Proverbs sixteen three. commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. Ooh, what a nice reminder. Commit your work to the Lord, and your plans will be established now. I recently got a surge of work, and I remember thanking God. But right now, in front of all of you, I want to commit my work to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. And now I know my plans will be established Where will you be when God comes to you with his greater plan for your life? Will you be open to step into it? Or will you need to be schooled on the backside of the desert as Moses was? Will you need to go through a humbling process as rigorous as Joseph's? Well, the difference will be determined by your prayer life, one way or the other. Pray with me, Holy Spirit, I invite you to search my heart today to see if there is anything in me that is not like you. Cleanse me and renew a right spirit within me so that I don't resist what you desire to do in my life. I humble myself before you, Lord. I surrender my will and my way knowing your plans are always best. As I seek you daily in prayer, please keep my heart right before you so I will not miss out on anything that you want to bring into my life. In the name of Jesus, amen. Oh, gosh. I don't want to miss out on anything that you the Lord want to bring into my life. That's the only attitude we need to have, listeners. That's it. Wow. God bless you today. We just got these blessings started. So I hope you come back tomorrow so we can do it all again. Have a great day. Pray several times today. Worship the Lord in your actions. Bye for now.